Welcome to our opinion. This is Saratoga Beth. Question is the following. How do you sit in a place of constriction and expand in that very place? What we're learning about is um, the famous Sicha of Vayigash, Tavshin Yunalif, in which the Rebbe explains the nature of this year that we're in, Tavshin Pei Aleph. Of course, we know already that it's a year in which Plazarenu, we will see great wonders. Not so many of us feel like we're looking at great wonders. It looks pretty dark. So what's going on? And let's see how it's brought out in the Sicha from 30 years ago. So we're focusing around, we're going to do this very short, but we're focusing, it's Parshish Vayigash, focusing around the encounter between Yehuda and Yosef. We have a scene where the Shvatim, the brothers, come down to Mitzrayim. Their own brother, Binyamin, is taken away from them. They have to have him back and take him back to their father. And um, they're prepared to fight to the end to get him. And here is a showdown in which, in which Yehuda, the king of all the brothers, he's the forerunner of Mashiach, David Melech, David Malka Mashiach. He's facing the ruler of the civilized world, of the world at that point, Paro, or the representative of Paro. Now we know who the representative of Paro is, but in this story, when it's happening, no one knows yet. I mean, Yehuda doesn't know. So we're before the discovery of what's going on. So these words, Vayigash Elav Yehuda, Yehuda approaches Yaisef. Yehuda approaches Yaisef in a bold move to say, give me back, give me what I need now, sir, please, or else. That's essentially what's about to happen. And and quite a uh, interesting encounter happens between the two kings. Now the question is, what's happening in this scene? Really, there are three things going on. On the one hand, it's Yehuda, king of the Jews, facing Paro, Paro's representative, king of the nations. That's one situation. On the other hand, you have a few minutes later the discovery that this king of the nations, this king of the the Gaim, is really not the king of the nations. He's actually your own brother. He's Yisus. That's a whole different situation. But they're both the truth in Vayigash Elav Yehuda. These three words, Vayigash Elav Yehuda, and Yehuda approaches him, who is he? So two possibilities, both are true. The third thing that's happening in Vayigash Elav Yehuda is these two entities are uniting, which is Geula is approaching Tefillah, and Yisoyed is approaching Malchus. Yehuda, um, Geula is actually Yisef, and Tefillah is Yehuda, and Yisoyed is, well, in this case, Yisoyed is Yisef, and Malchus is David, so Malchus is approaching David, David and Melech. 
And all of these three things <clears throat> are happening. And a very interesting, very interesting thing is happening because there's a reality for us that's embedded in here that's very, that's very true. The Nakuda is that, um, we need to know that as we, when a Jew approaches the nation for what he needs and to demand what he needs, then it shows on the Jew by the name Yosef. And again, for us, the name Yosef applies to Yosef Yitzchak, the Rebbeiyat of the sixth generation about to unite with the seventh generation. Really, then, you can say the Rebbe Ayat, the name Yosef, represents, denotes all of Gullus, all the way back to the beginning. And then the name David represents the whole Geula and forward. And these two are all uniting, are both uniting these two realities around Hetavis. It's the pin that connects the whole Gullus to Geula. So, how do we how do we recognize that there are two things happening? One is the king, the Jewish king, is approaching the non-Jewish king. The other one is one Jewish king is approaching another Jewish king. What is that? Yehud is approaching Yosef. They're kings of different realities, different levels, but they're both the Jewish kings. I don't get it. How did Parah turn into Yosef? Well, Yosef is really one and the same. He's the representative of Parah. But how does Paro turn into Yosef? And as the Rebbe says, Shigam bizmana galus Yehudi who balabayis ba'elam lifol shan hagas ba'elam tiya Because even in galus, a Jew's obligation, a Jew has to know that he's a balabayis on the world to make it such that the world will operate according to his will. Of course, his will means the will of a Jew as it is in synchrony with the will of Hashem. So the way we do it is, how do we take Paro and turn him into Yosef? How do we take our enemy and turn him into our ally? The Kayach comes from the Yigash Alav Yehuda, the union of every Jew with Hashem. And so when we unify with Hashem, the Yigash Alav Yehuda, Right, we Yehuda, the Jewish people with the spark of Mashiach in us, approach Hashem and unify with Him. So that causes us to be able to reveal that when we're approaching the non-Jewish nations, we're saying the non-Jewish king, I need this. We really we're going through the motions, but we're really asking Hashem and unifying with Him and saying, I need this. And somehow the will of the non-Jew will turn into the will of the Jew, and Paro somehow turns around and turns back, and there he is. He's Yosef. He became Yosef. So, um, so, here's the question. We want to know what we understand that having that intent gives us a rulership over the world in a most miraculous way. And what did happen? That Paro discovered 
who Yaisa's family was and said, let's give them the best part of Mitzrayim, whatever they want, on the house. Now, so here's the, the question. In Chassidus it says, Yehuda, the difference between Yaisif and Yehuda is like the difference between vegetative and Tzameach and Dainim. Yaisif is something that grows. Yaisif, Hesapa, it grows and grows. Yehuda is Dainim, still, heaven and earth. And therefore, Yehuda, he's earth. He's still, he's unmoving, rock. He goes up to heaven, Tzameach, vegetative, the thing that grows, and according to the way it happens in in the nature of time, vegetation is higher than diamond, than a rock. A plant is a higher order than a rock. And heaven is higher, it comes before earth, and is higher than earth. In the future, it will all turn around. As it says in the Haftarah, take a stick and write to Yosef, take another stick and write to Yehuda, put the two together. And which one ends up on top? Yehuda. Yehuda will then be the one in the future, the inanimate, the simple, that will feed Yosef. And so really, one stands for, Yosef stands for the world of learning, of ideas, of thinking, of expansive thinking, of really adding to your knowledge and your understanding. Like a veg, you know, a growing plant. It keeps growing and growing, getting bigger. But the stone, if it grows, we don't see it. It's known for just sitting there. Its, it's advantage of, is that it's very stable and it's very strong. So that goes on Misa, deed, the grounding activity. And this, a rock is very, it's grounded. It's part of the ground. Yehuda goes on Misa, the actual deed. So it says, now, Talmud Gadol, what is greater? Learning. Expanding your understanding of truth. And Yosef, and so we see, the actual Yosef stands higher than Yehuda. Yosef was the ruler. And Yehuda had to come to him and say, please, I know that you are in charge. Please grant me what I need. Because you have more authority than I do. You're of a higher ranking than I am. Because in Gullus, Yaisif, Haisafa, learning, acquiring knowledge, is higher than the actual deed. The scholars are the big sophisticates, and they know, and they keep knowing more and more. And the simple people do stuff. So there's a, a pecking order. Yaisif is higher. The, uh, Intellectual learning, learning is higher than actually doing. But in the future, Misa, the actual deed, will be higher. The inanimate, Yehuda, will be higher. The inanimate will be higher than the vegetative. Yehuda will be higher than Yosef. The advantage of the earth over heaven. The mile of Yehuda over Yosef. So where do we see this? We see this in the Pasuk in Yeshaya. It says, And here we're going to go into this, the word, the the understanding of Tafshin Pei Aleph. We're going to see soon. 
that this is a year of pay aleph plus er enu. Pay aleph comes from the word af, aleph pay. That's where it really comes from. So where do we first see it? When we say brachas in the morning, you know, we know that our neshama comes down into a body, and it says, Brasiv yasartif afasisiv. We come down through Bria, through Asiya, and even, sorry, Bria, and Yasira, and even Asiya. These are three different worlds. But the first two are very similar. And they correspond, let's just look at this for a second, they correspond, Bria, Yasira, and Asiya correspond to thought, speech, and deed. Thought and speech or what you use for learning, you know, acquiring acquiring more knowledge. And deed is a separate thing. Misa. Bria and Yasira, they're pretty, they're somewhat similar to each other. They're in one category. Says Barasiv Yasarit Ah Asisiv. There's this long interruption. Almost an infinite interruption between Bria Yasira, that's one package, and then Asiya. And the world of Asiya. It's so much lower, it's so disconnected. There's this giant disconnection there. So As Ipsikainun. As is this word that shows on an interruption. It shows that there's a long, long, long distance between them. And even an af means a lot. The rabbis ayyaser davar she'ena mufurish kanu gavovin nelam mehem. Af asisiv. We went through bria yatir barasiv yatartis af asisiv. Af asisiv. This long corridor, after you go through Breen Yatira, then there's this long corridor. When you go through that corridor, you forget everything, most probably. You know, there you are learning the whole tire in your mother's womb. You go through that, the birth canal, you come out, you forgot the whole thing. Ah. You go through this long corridor, which is a, just takes you to a different frequency, and everything you had before is just erased. Seems to be erased. So when you come out on the other side of the af, come out to the fourth level. The fourth level is a much higher level. You have three legs on a stool. It's good. It's stable. But if you have a fourth leg, it's really grounded. So we're talking about bringing something down to Elamasiya, Afasisis. Specifically, because the creation of all of Seder Hishtalshlis is for the world of Asiya. And in the world of Asiya, it's for actual deed, for doing. Not just thinking, but doing. And we see it in the letter Hay. The letter Hay has a roof and one leg to the right, and then there's a space. And then there's the other leg on the other side. But the other leg is disconnected from all sides. It's just standing by itself. It's not connected to anything. Because there is the roof. What you think, and then it leads directly into what you say. And then 
On the other side, disconnected is what you do. And we see that a lot. There's lots to say about that. What you do is of a completely different category. If you go through, you know, from I think I think it, I say it, and then what I do, it's a whole other kettle of fish. So um, we're talking about this long corridor that we need to go through to get down to this world where actual stuff happens. And really, we're talking about Gullus. We're talking about the place where it's the darkest of the dark of the dark. So, and the Indian of Gullus is emphasized by this word, us. Us, Asisis. The long corridor become, become, before you come to the world of Asia. The interruption that shows on a long, long, great descent. Huge descent that brings you all the way down to the fourth level. Now, we're going to say in a second about this year, because this is the year of Pei Aleph, Af. Then what's the hint here? There was probably all of history. Up until Tufshin Pei, up in, including Tufshin Pei, and then a long corridor. Really, you couldn't count how long could the corridor be? The second that Tufshin Pei finished, Tufshin Pei Aleph began. That's not long. It doesn't have to be long spatially. It can be switching to such a completely different frequency that everything else is as is completely wiped out. And what it feels like, and we'll see soon, is the idea of um, the darkness, the light that's embedded in the darkness. We'll see in a second. I hope I remember it. The the words we're saying, the word "af" shows on two extremes. A very very long, very very intense interruption, which shows on a very great descent. And the other extreme is the multiplicity of the fourth level. The fourth level includes a lot of stuff. The fourth leg will always make the the chair very grounded, very stable. It will make everything very stable. And you've got to have a lot of elements in there to make it stable. You know, if you have a tent, you need to, you, on a windy day, you can't just put the tent up without um, pegging it into the ground. Otherwise, it will fly away. So you need a number of pegs plus plus. There are different things you need to do to stabilize that tent. Lots of different things. So the the multiplicity of the fourth level. So it says in the Medrash, Laku Ba'af, as it says in Bukhu Kaisai, Ba'af comes place to us in Be'eret Oivehim. And this also, when they're in the land of their enemies. Well, guess what? When we're speaking about um, where we're up to now, we are in the land of our enemies. We thought that this, you know, this land is my land from the, I thought they sing that about Canada, but I think they sing it, sing it here too. 
So how come it doesn't feel like our land anymore? How come it feels like we're in the land of our enemies? How come it feels like a foreign land? How come they're saying, well, you can't go here and you can't go there and you don't have freedom and you can't do this and you can't do that and we tell you what to do and when you can do it and when you can go to school and when you can when you can go to shul and if whom if you can see your friends and if you can see your family and when you can go from one place to another we feel like we've been taken over by aliens we feel like this land of ours has felt like our homeland in some way and how much more so today in the land of israel it feels like the homeland of the jews has been taken over by foreigners our enemies with all the stuff, the lockdowns and the forced vaccines and all the stuff that um, isn't intrinsic to a Jewish way of thinking necessarily, but it feels like it's just some politically random insanity. We, we're, It feels like we're not living in our homeland. We're living in the land of our enemies. And outside in, 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 in America, we also feel like this land doesn't belong. Our enemies are trying to take over our home everywhere, the whole world. We thought this is supposed to be Dir Betach and Hashem's home. And we have this whole group of people that say, Hashem's home? <laughs> yeah, my foot, this is going to be Hashem's home. We have a plan. It's called the Great Reset. This isn't going to be a home for Hashem. This is going to be a home for anti-Hashem. Whatever Hashem says, the gender thing, the this thing, the that, all kinds of things, we we stand for the opposite, and we will win. We have a big plan. We have lots of money. We have lots of power. We can pull viruses out of our pockets and out of test tubes and throw them throw them at the world. We've got a new toy. You're not living in your land anymore. You're living in the land of your enemies. We're in charge now. It's like a, it's interesting because the way a virus works is, a virus looks like a little spaceship, and it comes to a particular place, like, say, the nasal passages of a, of a person, and it it settles down with its little spongy kind of legs, and it connects itself to the nasal tissue. And what does it do? It comes in and says, I'm taking over now. You know how... You thought that you were, uh, it says to the DNA, you're going to work for me now. I know you thought that your, your job, your job was to produce more nasal tissue. Well, you're not going to, DNA. You're going to work for me. I'm the foreigner. I'm the foreign enemy. And I am now going to own your nasal tissue. Right? How does a person have a cold? How does a person have a virus? Your whole breathing apparatus gets taken over by the enemy virus. And it says, I am now in charge and I will use all of your, your apparatus, apparati, to make more of myself every 20 minutes. You will multiply. Instead of multiplying more nasal tissue, you will multiply more viruses so that we will be so many of us like the Lahavda, the Yidden and Mitzrayim. They multiplied and multiplied so quickly they took over the place. Lahabdil, that's what a virus does. It multiplies so quickly. In, in, in minutes, it can just take over the place as it has taken over the world. 
And then you look around, you realize, I'm living in a foreign place, ruled by a virus. And that, right? So, as it says, and af, being in the land of your enemies, this is us right now. And the explanation is, the word af is a negative thing. It's a negative word. Oh, yeah. Well, we know that. In our case, it's a level of sitra akra. It says, pasuba af. Opened with af. Afu marbe bechinas So af, it increases the fourth level, which is very high. How? It multiplies the fourth level. But well, we are talking about multiplying of the virus. How does the af multiply the fourth level? It purifies the af in the world of Asiya. It clarifies it. Meaning, when the bearer through Iskafia and his hafcha transformation and pushing away the darkness, turning the darkness to light, what does it create? A revelation of the fourth level. Then the af that comes out of it is a, is a good af, not a bad af. What does that mean for us? As it says in Kohelis, af chachmasi amdali, mechachma stood me in, stood me in good stead. The Torah that I learned with af stood for me. Meaning, the Torah that I learned, it's, it's not permanent and, and sustained from just sitting and learning. But when there's a struggle connected to it, then it really becomes something that stands for me forever. When we really work on coming to our Chachma, it purifies the animal soul. This emphasizes the Maila of Maisa, of deed, of Kafia, um, bending yourself and, and causing yourself, you know, working uh, in learning Taira itself. Not just learning some stuff, but really struggling through it. So these are some of the explanations of Af. We'll see in a couple of minutes how it's tur- the Rebbe turns it around. So now we'll understand what it says, Here we were, we were sitting in the land of Mitzrayim, settled in the land of Mitzrayim, a place of constriction, remember we said at the beginning. And at, in this place of constriction, Mitzrayim, we expand it. How do you expand in a place where there's contraction? We expanded and we multiplied a lot. And Yaakov lived in the land of Mitzrayim 17 years. This was a preparation for Geula. Because in Gullus, the way of slavery and the difficulty of the slavery emphasizes the strong connection of the Yidden with Hashem. Even though it was so difficult, 
Um, the 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 slavery of Egypt was so horrible and so difficult, but we stood with all our strength to keep Tarimitsis Bishlinus. And that's what we do in Gullus. And turning the darkness of Gullus, which that's the whole point of Gullus, transforming the darkness to light, that the Gullus becomes Geula, is emphasized in the situation of Gullus in Parshas Vayigash. That even in the time of Gullus, a Jew becomes Balabayit over the whole world. Adonu Ha'aris. And what does he do? He creates that this, that Paro, who is, who rules the world with an iron fist, says, Taiv Kol Eretz Mitzrayim Lechem Hu. The best of Mitzrayim goes to you. In a way of we multiplied greatly and settled and acquired it. That's Gematria Taiz. Those were the 17 best years of his life. So, besides the Avaida, besides the fact that we were in Mitzrayim and are in Mitzrayim, the issue is, well, how do we know we're in Mitzrayim and Mitzrayim? We were sent away from our father's table. That's a Mitzrayim. That's a constriction. That's a Sara. But if not for that, nothing was missing. Imagine, we're sitting in the land of Gaishan. We're given everything, free, you know, on the house, paid for by the Egyptian government, free medical care, like everything. You name it. You get the best of the land. We are giving you, of our own free will, the best of the land. You have everything, except one thing. You are not sitting at your father's table. And this situation emphasizes the transformation of Gullus at the time of Gullus itself. So the situation in the time of Gullus becomes a preparation to transform Gullus, Gullus through Geula, to Geula Mitis, through Geula Mitis Vashlema, when we will see that the whole constriction of Gullus, Af, remember Af is the corridor, the constriction, the corridor that you go through when you're going down into Gullus, Af. It's a code word for the constriction, the birth canal, as you're going to go down into Gullus. Now, the birth canal is good or bad? Well, it's bad because it's hard. It's good because you get to be born. So this us, birth canal, in truth, in truth, the positive is always the real truth, as the Rebbe says. So what is the us for, the constriction of Gullus? It's for the purpose that the merchav, the, the wideness of Geula, will be will increase, will be added to. Mina meta karasi ka. And from that, ananiva merchav ka. Af, in a good way. The many, the multiplicity of the fourth level. That this lowest world becomes a 
wide, expansive place for Hashem that expands the dust of Hashem, so to speak. So we can say that one of the reasons, of, of, by the way, what we're going to say at the beginning, it looks like, you know, the idea of the transforming darkness to light, it looks like at the beginning of the year, the very first moment of Rosh Hashanah, it, it, it looks like perhaps we went through a very long corridor, not in time, but in frequency, from all the years of, of um, all of the years of history, uh, culminating with Tufshin Pei, and then switching over to Tufshin Pei Aleph. Maybe, we don't know. Um, you know, yes, it corresponded with the year 2020. And there are various things proofed in the non-Jewish world that, you know, all of a sudden new things started happening. It's a new dawning of a new era, etc. But if that's the case, well, we certainly know every single year when we switch from one year to the next, all the lights go out, so to speak. And and that's why it says that the land of Israel, Hashem's eyes um, are on the land of Israel from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Why not just say always? And that's because, Tanya explains, there's a light that animates the world. And it starts at the first minute, it starts the first minute of Rosh Hashanah, I guess, or during Rosh Hashanah, and then animates the world for the whole year and then recedes again. It, it ends at the end of the year. And then a brand new light comes down. So it feels to us like, um, and it seems according to this, that a very much higher Lower and higher light came down this year, and it was this long off, this long corridor that, um, not in time, but in quality, that we went through from Tafshin Pei to Tafshin Pei Aleph. And it feels like Hashem turned on the light, so to speak, um, the light of Geula at, in the first moments of Tafshin Pei Aleph, and like, it's like a magnet. It feels like Everything started, or like an exhaust fan, everything in the world just started being pulled out of the woodwork and flying because it's such a powerful magnet and such a powerful light. Everything started flying towards the light. All the sparks of light started, this is what it, my feeling is, that all the sparks of light were just pulled to this massive exhaust fan, this massive light. But those sparks of light were all embedded in a lot of darkness. So, as everything's being pulled towards the light, all the darkness is being pulled out of the woodwork as well. And so it's all flying in your face at lightning speed, which is what it feels like now. It just feels like everything's just flying in our face. All the dirt. So um, when we're looking at the situation, we're looking, we're now in um, ice caps. When we're looking at the situation of Bayechi Yaakov Eretz Mitzrayim, Yaakov Avinu living in the land of constriction, that at the time of Gullus, meaning at the time of Gullus, a Jew becomes Balabayas, a, a leader of the world. And therefore, where did he get, how do you do that? Really? You're running the world? You can get what you want? Really? Yes. The Jew receives, Yaakov Avinu receives help from the nations of the world. Paro, the civilized world, the representative of the civilized world said, you need a good life? I'll give you whatever you need. 
except I can't give you your father's a seat at your father's table of Hashem's table, but I can give I can give you everything else. So we're in a situation even in Gullus, when we can have two called Eretz Mitzrayim Lachem. The goodness of the whole land, the whole world, is for you. And that's emphasized, says the Rebbe, in this generation. Because it's the last of Gullus and the first of Geula, therefore the preparation to turn the Gullus through tasting of the Geula in Gullus, connected to the end of Gullus, we have Ayichi Yaakov Eretz Mitzrayim, and as we get closer and closer to transforming the Gullus to Geula, and when we're talking about the Yosef of our generation, the Rebbe Rayat of the sixth generation, then Yosef went down to Mitzrayim. He came, the Rebbe Rayat came down to America. A Malchus of Chesed. What's on the burner, front burner now in everyone's mind is what's going to be in America? Well, Yosef came down from a place where there was holiness for 3,000 years and he came down to Kati Kadaratakim, the lower half of the globe, to America. A Malchus of Chesed. He came from a place where they were pursuing Jews and not allowing, saying, off it with your head. You try to keep, you try to be one with Hashem. You try to keep mitzvahs. That's it. You're imprisoned. And he came down to a much lower place, but in a way, a place that in its constriction down here, there was freedom. You're free to serve Hashem. And you're free to get everybody else to serve Hashem here. And even more after, and so that's the contradiction, you know, this af. It was a 10-day journey for the previous Rebbe on the boat coming from Europe to America, and he said that these were his aserati made tshuva to ask himself why Hashem was sending him to America and what he was going to achieve. A very long corridor, the af, very big descent, the af, and yet at the same time it's a very big ascent. And so since the stalkus of the Friedrich Rebbe, Vayifi Yaakov, Yaakov Avinu Lomes, Mazar B'chaim Afu B'chaim, Af, Azar B'chaim, Af, here we have the word again, Af, Ubechaim. the seed is alive, Af, he is alive, here's the corridor, and he's in this world even more than when he was physically visible, and especially after the Shlemus of 40 years, when we have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to understand, and especially then it was the year of Shnas Nisim and then Niflas Erenu, Nun Aleph. Remember, now we're in Pei Aleph. We saw, we saw at that, in this year, we saw the Nisim and Niflas, including the Nisim and Niflas, the wonders, the miracles um, in that country of Russia that normally, that we had to escape from because they would not let us pursue our relationship with Hashem. And yet there was a complete transformation and turnaround in that place. And we went from Mina Meitar Alamarchav. 
in a way that even Mitzrayim, even this place of constriction, the Soviet Union, became a place for Vayichi Yaakov, for Yaakov Avinu to live and really live, live a life of truth in Geula. And all of this, because we're standing close to the Gula Mitzvah as the words of David Malka Mashiach and Noim Zmiris Yisrael, the sweet singer of Israel, in Mizmor Peites. Karati bris l'tchiri, nishpati l'david avdi. I made a bris with my chosen one, and I promised to David my servant. And then, matasi david avdi, I found David my servant, b'shem and kudshi nashachtiv. I anoint him with my holy oil. And in the end, Baruch Hashem Lailam Amen V'Amen, Re'i Bias HaMashiach, Al-Kain, Nasen Taitis Vashem. So, what is this saying? When the Tehillim, 150 chapters of Tehillim, it's divided into 15 parts. 10 chapters, 10, 10, 10. 1 to 10, 11 to 20, 21 to 30, it's divided up into 15 parts. Okay. And so, when we're talking about the capital that here the Rebbe is referring to, capital Peites, which is 89, um, it has to do with the 89, um, the 10 Mizmarim that go from 81, the 10 capital of Tillam, 10 songs that are included in chapter 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89, 90. So 81, Pei Aleph, right? When we're talking about Tufshin Pei Tes, sorry, not Tufshin Pei Tes, the capital Pei Tes in Tehillim that is the basis of all of this, of this, of um, what's being said here, and it's speaking about a bris that we have with Hashem and the Hashem anointing Mashiach. So, which capital is this? And Baruch Hashem la'Elam, thanking Hashem for Bias Mashiach, making a bris with us about Mashiach. Which capital is it? Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine is in a package deal. Capital eighty-nine is in a package deal. He said, every, packages of Tehillim are 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Which package is this in? Package 81 to 90. It's the ninth group of Tehillim. Still 90. Nine is Emmis, truth. Nine zero, Emmis, truth. What are we struggling with in the world today as we sit? The, the battle for truth. Number nine, number 90. Which is this packet of Tehillim that gets us, gets the ball rolling towards truth? 81 to 90. How do you say 81? Pei Aleph. We are in Tafshin Pei Aleph, 57, 81. And so if you turn around this so that means the whole year is about 5781. It's all about this. It's a good thing. But, and so, um, the letters pay Aleph, turn them around, it's Af. But, 
It shows on turning the off to from a negative way, a long corridor till you, you know, span the distance between the two. Plus, off means Hashem's anger. Off means a lot of stuff. Off, great descent, a long corridor till you get to from a higher level to a great descent to a much lower level. So off, you turn it around and off is Pe'alaf. Stands for Plotherenu. The main emphasis is on the revelation Erenu in a way that, uh, in a very grounded way. So let's end off with um, looking in these few footnotes that, this one footnote, 94 of this Sikha, which really blows open all the secrets, you know, just, uh, op- you know, just reveals all the secrets. Let's see what that's all about. So here we're saying that in footnote 94 that when we divide the Tehillim, there are different times that we might divide the Tehillim when life is, God forbid, difficult or actually in better times when we want to thank Hashem for good things, then we will often divide the Tehillim. And since the Tehillim is 150 chapters, we'll divide it into groups of 10. So 1 to 10, 11 to 20, 21 to 30, 31 to 40, groups of 10. So... um In these groups of ten, we have, well, here the Rebbe is speaking in the year, from the year of Tafshin Nun Aleph, and it is the uh, Tafshin Pei Tes, um, the capital that the Rebbe was saying then is Pei Tes, 89, 89th year. Therefore, he was saying capital Pei Tes, 89, and we were too. What packet, what group is Capital 89 in? As we said before, the group of 81 to 90. He said, 90 is truth. So that this whole sifra is coming from being said within that energy of seeking to purify, reveal, and discover, uh, um, and bring out the truth in the world. 90. And so within this, within this, um, we could say there, there are a number of interesting things that Capital 89, in that chapter, what do we see? That af, the word af, which this is the word of the, this is the word that we're focusing on, Af appears five times. Now, five, we said, is hey. What did we say hey is? Hey is thought, speech, and deed, but the deed is totally disconnected. Look at the shape of the hey. There's a roof, and there's a leg, and they're connected. Thought and speech. And then on the other side is a disconnected leg. That's deed. You can think and speak. What you do is a totally disconnected thing. That's a good thing, and it's a not good thing. Plus, 
the world of Bria and Yetzira, the, the hay, two connected parts, and then disconnected the world of Asiya. This word as denotes, we're going to call it the water slide. You know, you, you, you sit down at the top of the water slide and you go, and there's a long water slide and you go through all these little tunnels and down, 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 down. They're right to the bottom of the mountain and then into the lake or into the pool. All the way down. Or, I said before, you know, in Quebec City, they have an, the upper city and the lower city. You get into this elevator in the upper city and you go down the mountain. And when you get out, you're in a totally different place. The lower city. It's a totally different city. This is the whole energy that is being discussed in this sicha. Af means that elevator that takes you from the upper city to the lower city, from the spiritual realms to the physical realms, from the higher reality where things feel luminous to the lower reality where things feel very dark, from within the womb to outside of the womb. This af, this long tunnel, this long interruption, this long birth canal, this long um, transition. doesn't have to take long. But it, from one level down to another level is a huge transition. It's all denoted by this code word us. And so What's the point of it? Why does Hashem want us to go down the mountain? For what? Because when you get to the bottom of the mountain, the, the, the lower part, the bottom of the, bottom of the mountain, the whole purpose of all of creation is achieved down at the bottom of the mountain. You reach the bottom, and thereby you lift up everything above it. How do you lift up any piece of furniture without breaking it? Go to the bottom. Everybody, heave ho. Put your hands under the couch. You get six guys under the heavy couch. Heave ho, right from the bottom. And that's how you lift up the whole couch. How do you lift up a refrigerator? Underneath, under the bottom, and the whole thing gets lifted up. So here we are, being thrust to the bottom. And it looks like this year, well, we'll we'll see. Let's finish here. Okay, I'm going to say this. It looks like this year, pay Aleph, touching pay Aleph. Remember, that's off, turned around. Aleph, pay, we got it, about the corridor, about the elevator, down the hill to the lower level, a disconnected level. Bree and Yatira are kind of related to each other. Going down to a sea, you've got to go through that elevator. Inside the womb, outside of the womb, mm, very different. Go down the elevator. 
Turn the word off, which is the code word for down the elevator to an infinitely lower disconnected level. Turn it around, you have not Aleph Pei, but Pei Aleph. That's the year we're in. It's possible that it was, if anybody looks into Sarm and Tanakh, wasn't supposed to be a very easy year, to say it mildly. Everybody was sitting and waiting for the War of Gog and Magog, and maybe wars used to be pretty um, pretty ugly and scary. The Nasi Adar seems to have come along and transformed that war into a social media and media war, a mindset war, not a physical war. A mindset war. Okay. So an off war of a long elevator corridor bringing us down to a whole other level, and it feels like it, transformed to a social media and a media war. That's what it looks like. But the the feeling that we have in Tufshin Payalif, when we have the transformation of off to Payalif, the feeling is every day you get up and you're just pushed into that elevator and down the mountain. Maybe every minute, you know, just constantly or like off down the water slide, just like they throw you up to the top of the water slide and down you go all day long. And there's this feeling of just falling down, right, down into the depths again and again and again and again. It looks like that's the quality of the year. So, but the off that's connected to all of this and all of these sukkim, the off, its intention is to be turned, as the Rebbe is bringing out, to pay Aleph. That means, um, as we said, Capital 89 is connected to that <clears throat> that package, that package of Tehillim, 81 to 90, all about truth, and that's where we're up to now. And Tafshin Pei Aleph. What does this 10-year segment of truth seeking begin with? This year, just started Rosh Hashanah. Very interesting. We're now in a truth-seeking and truth-revealing 10-year period. It just began a few months ago. And you see it. It's a battle for truth. You see it. So, so, um, the truth is that the normal Seder, Af, is Aleph Pei, but we're talking about Pei Aleph, Tafshin Pei Aleph, or this 10-year package, this, you know, this, this, this package of Tehillim, this group of Tehillim from 81 to 90, and the year we're in, Tafshin Pei Aleph, this 10-year plan, we have now begun, three, a few months ago, a 10-year plan to reveal the truth in, Hash, in the world. These are the 10 years when the truth will be revealed in the world. What? 
is there truth in the world that's being revealed? Shem achadush mayachad. Vahaya bayamahu, yeshem achadush mayachad. We're just in the first three months of the project. But it doesn't, it's not going to take ten years. It will be, the truth is being uncovered as we speak. And the stuff is hitting the fan, you know, the dirt that the truth is embedded in is is being disembedded quickly. And so it's hitting the fan and it's hitting the light so quickly that it's scary. We're not used to so much happening to us. But the good news is it's Tafshin Teyalf. Here we have the Nazi Adar coming along and saying, don't worry, off, turn it around to Teyalf. The turning around of off in a negative way to off in a positive way. And we and if we look at Nizmor Capital Pay Test, which was the year when Rebbe was saying this, Rebbe said, How many times do you see the word off appear in, in chapter eighty nine, Capital Pay Test? Five times, as we said. Five. Hey. And so, the af of Gullus Paro, transforming the af, the anger, we, we never even mentioned, Karan af Shalmakum. It says, right, that means when Hashem is angry, it always says, Karan af Shalmakum. Which place was this? Karan af Shalmakum. The land of Karan. Who lived there? You know, the tricky guy, the mafiosa guy, Lavan. Right, he was always, uh, he had tricks up his sleeve, and it was total deception. Corrupted elections. Sound familiar? Deceptive, corrupted elections, corrupted governments. Corrupt from top to bottom. That's what Haran was about. And Hashem was none too happy about it. Haran af shalmakam. But how do we know that Hashem wasn't happy with Haran? It says Hashem's nose, af, became wide. I guess when a person becomes angry, if anybody looks at, look at somebody's nostrils when they're angry, I guess their nostrils become, their nostrils flare. Okay? You don't usually like to look at somebody when they're angry, so we can start looking at people's faces when they're angry and see if their nostrils flare. Karan af is the key word of the day. Af, the elevator that brings you down to the lowest place. Who went to this Karan af shalmakam? Karan. Our father, Yaakov Avinu, the same Yaakov Avinu in this Harsha, Vayechi Yaakov, Beret Mitzrayim. Yaakov Avinu, many years before this Parsha, went down to Karan. He went down to the deepest gulf. He went in the off elevator, the off water slide. He got on the elevator, went down the mountain, down all the way to Haram. And he learned to become extremely street smart. And to, what was he there to do? Drain the swamp. Wasn't he? He was sent there to drain the swamp as much as he could. He started the process. At some point, he had to leave. And the end of the process seemed to be that Asav is draining the swamp. 
Yaakov began it, Esav finishes it. In the pursuit of truth, tzaddik, nine, nine, ninety, truth, through the kayach of the tzaddik, or in the ten years of te'alaf to tzaddik. Tzaddik is Yisait Eilam. It all fits together. So, and the interesting thing is, as the, the Rebbe brings out in the Sicha, that when we empower Mashiach to bring the Geula, what does he do? What are some of the main jobs of Mashiach in bringing the Geula? Doing the beer, the purification of Esav and Lavan. Esav we know. The Roman Empire, the United States. Lavan is the tricky guy who gets away with all the shtiklach, with all the corruption, or thinks he can get away with it. Isn't that interesting? All of it coming together in the last moment. In Tuf Shin Pei Aleph. In a situation where we're not only in a place where Haran Afshal Makam, we're in a time when Haran Afshal Makam. The nose of Hashem is obviously very wide. His nostrils are flaring. Hashem does not like corruption. Hashem wants the corruption, the swamp drained, the corruption cleaned up. Well, why would we say that we're living in Haran right now? It's a malchus of chesed. It's a good place. It is a good place. But there's a battle. Who's going to run this place? Is it going to be somebody who is there to assist Yaakov Avinu and truth? Yaakov is Emes, truth. Or is it going to be somebody who wants to do the opposite, God forbid? And you don't have to be very savvy to understand what the implication of this is. The people representing what they call the Great Reset, they want the whole world to become Kharan, Kharan Afshal Makam. They want the whole world to be that way. They believe it's a good thing. The Nachashakadmaini, the snake, the primordial snake, he's behind the whole thing. He wants the whole place to become chaotic and the total confusion and the tricky and the corruption and the, um, all, you know, all, all of the things of what we've been witnessing the past few months. That's all the energy of Haran Af, 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 Shalmakam. So again, so to end off, we're saying that Af appears five times in this capital, which shows on the Af the, of Gullus, the anger. Af means anger of Gullus Paro. The Gullus of Paro is the source of all the Gullius. But as Paro is described, it's called Hamishis Leparo. There's a fifth level, Yud, K, Vav, K, and the fifth level is and just Chamishas Leparo, it says, and a fifth of everything will go to Paro. As it says in the Chumash, a fifth of everything goes to Paro. 
So this goes on a level of the fifth level to pyro. Five. Five. Hey, five. That's in an unholy way. That's the us. Five times us. Showing on the fifth level going to paro. And it's transformed through our avaida, through the af of holiness. Hamishis Laparo, the fifth level of paro, which is Esperia Viskalimini Kolnaharan, the revelation of the greatest light of Mashiach. The revelation of the lights of Mashiach in a way that is even disorderly, wild and crazy. What does that feel like? Well, feels like this year. What if it's true that Hashem turned on the light of Mashiach? The revelation of the the greatest of all the lights, it's in a disorderly way. It's in a wild and frenzied way. That's what that Pasuk means. Does it not feel like that this year? Does it not feel like if Hashem turned on this light, it is wild and frenzied and crazy. And when the stuff is being pulled out of all of the cracks and crevices of the world, America, the political situation, China, Iran, all of, etc., etc., I only know a fraction of it. When all the stuff is coming out of the, the, the woodwork and the nooks and crannies of, of hundreds of years of civilization, 4,000 years with our brother Asav. So when the stuff is being pulled out and being pulled towards the light and it's fast and furious and it's wild and this light is, is, is the light of Mashiach is sparkling up. It's like bing, 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 but it's all, it's coming so fast and furiously with all the dirt that comes with it. Well, we feel the dirt. And because the sand is hitting our eyes, we're in the middle of a sandstorm, it's so hard to see the miracles of pay, tough shin pay aleph. And as to end off, as it says, the Russia Tavis of that year, when the Rebbe said the Sikha, Tavshin Nun Aleph, Hayate Shnas Nislaus Erenu, wonders that we will see. And this year, says the Rebbe, um, Pei Aleph, Russia Tavis plus Erenu, which everybody's thinking about, that the Iker emphasis is on the revelation in a way that your physical eyes will see it, Erenu. The Tuva Nirvanigla. But this is a year when we will see, amidst the sandstorm, wonders plus Pella. A Pella is something that, if you would give it an emoji, it would look like a question mark. What is going on? A Pella is like, what? It's so high above the world of nature. It's not just a wonder. It's not just a miracle. It's just like, what? What is happening here? Why am I feeling like this? Why is this happening? No, I can't. No, not him. Oh, I can't believe. No, they did that? No. It's a What? Oh, come on. No. What? Another one? What are we going to find out tomorrow morning and the next morning and the next? What's going to hit your social media? What? What's the truth? What's the not? It's wild and furious. This level of pyro. This level of the highest light, disorderly way, it's a wonder, it's a pella, it's like, what is going on? 
etc., etc., and put it all together, put it in the pot, cook it up, and you have the soup. You have this incredible kaleidoscope of the light of Mashiach attracting all the lights of all the generations embedded in every fiber and every molecule of history, all gathering together, being pulled to the light right now. And we are the monkey in the middle. And it feels crazy. It's a Pella. It's a wonder that we are making it through. The the plus or enu, you know, <laughs> we could say the smallest Pella of this year that you will see is that Kanainhari is still here. And somehow getting up every morning and, you know, it's moving fast and furious. And here we are. And the thing is to put up our hands and catch the light. It's flying at lightning speed. Catch the light. Even though the sand is filling your eyes, all the dirt, the dirt, dirt that's, going to, that's going to the light is blinding our eyes, God forbid. So I guess we have to close our eyes, put up our hands, catch these bolts of light that are just moving so fast. That light of Mashiach. And with that light, we will illuminate the entire world. And have the schuss of having been an integral part of it and find ourselves in the ultimate light of the Gulamitis Vashlema with the whole world, Esav and Yishmael and Lavan and however China fits into whoever they are and, and Persia and the whole bit, all the players all declaring Shemachad Ushmayachad and as the Rebbe says when all kings were anointed they said the words long live the king Yechia Melech as it was said by David and Melech Yechia Daniya Melech David La'elam so may we have anointment may we have the full acceptance of Melech and Mashiach doing his job to usher in the Geula and full acceptance of all players in the, to accept every detail of the Geula Mitesh Vashlema immediately now.